You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart Jim Schaefer and the podcast at least to me is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. If you happen to be of the Caucasian persuasion, using yellow colored emojis is now considered and wait for it racist. So says National Public Radio in a tweet. We finally received our, air quotes, free home COVID test kits last week. Contrary to rumors, our kits were manufactured in the Republic of Korea, not Communist China, as some people have previously received them were reporting. Hey, is Russia going to invade Ukraine or not? According to the mainstream media, it's imminent. Now, you know the old saying, if it bleeds, it leads. And finally, while speaking at the annual Munich Security Conference, Bill Gates stated that the risk of severe disease from COVID-19 have been dramatically reduced. But another pandemic is almost certain. Well, he should know. He predicted the current one or contributed to it anyway. Hey, I managed to scrape up some tech news for you this week. For those that jumped aboard the Zoom video conferencing app train during or maybe because of the pandemic, it appears that the app is listening in on you, whether you're using it or not, if you're using it on a Mac. The company released an update to fix this bug, but users report no joy, meaning it's still listening in on you. As I've warned in the past, the app was coded and at first hosted on servers located in communist China. The company supposedly moved U.S. data to local servers, but has anyone really done a deep dive on the code of the app? I'd say no, because I'm sure that code is proprietary and considered a trade secret. My advice, for what it's worth, 
is to use Ring, Google, Meet, or my personal favorite, Microsoft Teams. Well, Zoom has since released another update, which supposedly fixes the problem. Well, you know what I'm going to say now. Time will tell. Google, the big G, has revealed that the company will begin restricting cross-app tracking on its Android mobile operating system. This is yet another blow to Facebook, as that company relies on cross-tracking to serve up targeted ads and also scoop up details about the user. Apple has already done this with Facebook howling in protest. This could cost Facebook a further $10 billion per year. I guess Apple and Google have finally had enough of Facebook's bad behavior. Google is the world's largest advertising platform and makes most of their revenue from ads, so I'm surprised they're just now getting around to doing this. Other ad agencies will be happy about this as Facebook has cut into their revenue deeply over the years. This does come off like a coordinated attack on Facebook, though. What do you think about that? Tech I'm using, kind of. As I promised last episode, I checked out the YouTube competitor Rumble. The mobile app is fine and the Apple TV app is, well, beautiful. I was surprised, though, that the service doesn't really have an iPad-compatible app. What? A major oversight because I and I'm sure many people consume content on that tablet. As far as content goes, Rumble really can't compete with YouTube. Many conservative personalities and a lot of news companies of all political stripes have a presence, though. What's missing is tech and how to ch- and how to channels. Endless ads are missing also, which is eh, that's a good thing. For now, though, YouTube is the place to be for all sorts of content. Entertainment news, or maybe it's an entertainment rant. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge. Well, it wasn't much from the wacky world of Hollyweird this week. The Oscars, the event where the Hollyweeders pat themselves on the back and hand awards to each other, at the same time telling you what to believe in and how to live your life, will have a host, or more correctly, hosts this year. This follows the two previous Oscar shows, which were hostless. Well, this time, three women will host. Two are woke comedians, and one is a little-known actress. I won't bother mentioning their names here, because let's face it, who cares? Viewership for the Oscars has fallen vastly over the last two years, with the Oscars themselves blaming the lack of host for the lack of interest in this previously steaming pile of dung. You know what? Maybe it's because of the lack of any really good movies, or maybe it's the political correctness and the constant virtue signaling that the audience doesn't care for. That probably doesn't even occur to the bubble-living organizers and participants of this event. Podcasting news, and plenty of it. For now, Joe Rogan will stay with Spotify and not take up Rumble's $100 million offer to switch platforms. During a comedy routine, the king of podcasting said that, at least for now, Spotify has stood beside him. Though the attacks on his podcast and Spotify in general have seemed to have slowed down this week, I'm sure the people behind this calculated and coordinated attack are digging for even more dirt so that they can continue the assault. At least Joe has something to fall back on if they're successful in getting him deplatformed. 
And continuing with Joe Rogan, TheVerge.com is reporting that his deal with Spotify wasn't for the reported $100 million. Nah, it was for $200 million. Now that's a lot of dough. Good for him. Edison Research has just released its list of the top 50 podcasts, and it remains basically the same as it ever was. It's dominated by NPR, the New York Times, and the rest of the big money shows. Only three of the 50 shows on the list can be considered independent. And that's just sad. I've listened to eight shows that are on the list, but subscribed to none of them. Perhaps I have weird taste, or I'm just too old to care for any of these shows. The elder podcast host Libsyn seems to be in trouble once again. This time with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, better known as the SEC. The SEC is Wall Street's watchdog agency. Well, it appears that Libsyn didn't bother submitting mandatory quarterly and yearly financial reports since September of 2019. The company owes back taxes to both the European Union and the United States. Libsyn was founded with a merger between them and a communist Chinese content company, which turned out to be nothing but a pirate software and content site. Those red dollars are sure enticing, aren't they, Batman? They're still bleeding customers, though it has slowed down lately. Most, if not all, of their high-tier money-making shows have left them over the past couple of years. My prediction is they will either be bought or go bankrupt, with the latter being my favorite choice. They just charge too much and offer too little for podcasters. And finally, in news of the podcasting world, Spotify has made a couple of moves. They snapped up two podcast tracking and analytic companies, Chartable and Podsites. Both services allow individual podcasters and podcast networks to add tags to the show that can track listeners' behaviors and tell if they listen to ads during the show. I guess this will improve the dismal analytics Spotify's Anchor.fm provides at the lower end and allow podcasters to share data with advertisers important for the big shows. I wonder if privacy issues will arise from this, though. The time for my rant has finally arrived. I'm again returning to one of my favorite topics to rant about. The news media. It seems Forbes, the conservative-leaning news organization, has accepted a $200 million investment from the cryptocurrency firm Binance, which was founded by communist-born Changpeng Zhao in Shanghai, People's Republic of China. His company has been banned just about everywhere in the world, which makes me wonder how it stays in business. Well, it appears the founder plays a shell game with local subsidies of the company popping up, then shutting down before regulators can catch up with him. Even Forbes themselves did an investigation in the past into Binance showing how the company got around U.S. regulations and bans. Well, things have changed. Now Forbes has accepted investment from this shadowy company. I guess we won't be seeing any more exposés from Forbes about Binance shady operations or the CCP. Now, feeling left out, the Associated Press, the AP, has disclosed that it received an $8 million check from a group of climate activists and has assigned more than two dozen reporters throughout the world to cover the subject. Hmm, I wonder what side of the argument their stories will take. 
Remember, the AP is the main source of news for most media companies throughout this country and even the world. The mainstream media is also a place for political and intelligent operatives. I'll give you an example. Last week, a few of the off-beaten-track outlets were citing reports from, of course, anonymous sources that the Trump-era White House toilets were often clogged because of the constant flushing of documents. The stories disappeared after a day, and there has been no evidence to back this assertion up. Been no follow-ups, and, you know, anyway, why would Trump need to resort to flushing documents down a toilet? The White House is equipped with the best cross-shredders money can buy, and then the remnants would be placed in a burn bag for complete destruction. Well, the sole purpose of this non-story was to embarrass the ex-president. Unfortunately, these days, most people just read the headlines and don't read the entire article. The damage was done. Mission accomplished. I guess the entrenched bureaucracy, who was appointed, I'll remind you, not elected, still are afraid that Mr. Trump will make a return to the White House and they'll do anything in their power to prevent it. So, dear listener, don't believe everything you read, hear, or watch from news sources. Be critical or cynical of everything. Use multiple sources from multiple points of view before making an informed opinion. Be wary of these little blurb headlines. Oh. Have you heard of the findings of the Russiagate investigations released by special counsel John Durst? No! Of course you haven't. Especially if you're getting your news from NPR, CNN, and the rest. The report shows the Clinton campaign infiltrated then-candidate Trump's inner circle and then spied on him and continued spying on him even as he occupied the White House. You know, reporting this would spoil the Hillary comeback she's attempting as I record this. And we can't have that. Now, can we? Episode 112 has come to its inglorious conclusion. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. Remember, don't Listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now figure out a way to bail out the Freedom Convoy participants and get off my lawn. I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to have a little two-week break probably because I'm working my day job. So I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Take care. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.